Hey, Sam. Hey, Teresa. What's up? Not much. Woke up this morning, watched Drake and Kanye uh, with their beautiful performance in California. And then the day just kind of like descended into chaos. Um, how about you? Why did I know that? Because Alina tweeted about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Low-key, I ghost wrote that tweet. Uh... Oh, <laughs> damn. Yeah, it seemed a little bit, a little like, why did my boyfriend, like she never tweets about her boyfriend, you know? Oh. Was a little oh. sus. <laughs> Um, my day has been good. I was, I did an interview and then I got COVID tested and then I kind of laid around and also did my laundry. Yay. But it's the last week of school and I have one more week. Next week is finals and then I'm going home. Wow. 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 Well, um, I'm happy that we are both close to the end of the semester, but Today, it's not going to be just us on the podcast, though. We are joined by a very special guest, a, a special repeat guest, keep in mind, uh, Malachi Jones. Welcome to the podcast. Yo, what's up? What's up, you two? Great to be back. <laughs> Great to be back. <laughs> we will be talking to Malachi about our top three songs of the year over a lavender espresso. Great. Let's get into it. So today I was sipping on a lavender espresso. I don't know how to describe how colors taste, but it was beautiful. It really, I felt like purple the rest of the day and I felt <laughs> awake and caffeinated. I'm happy. Wow. 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 Just the description there. Uh, yeah. Purple. No description of taste at all. Yeah. Not, <laughs> not what I've. It's deeper than taste. It's deeper than that. Did it taste any different than a normal? No sensory descriptions. That wasn't about color. <laughs> it was cold outside and it was hot and it caffeinated me. So no, it tasted like every <laughs> other espresso, but that lavender does something to you. All right. Uh, so I just want to note for our audience, like you might think that our the description of drinks aren't great, but compared to that, I feel like <laughs> we kill it every week. Yeah, we kill it. We, <laughs> yeah. This is what the normies, this is how the normies talk about drinks. But we are going to go into this week, our three favorite songs of the year. Um, we chose Malachi for this episode specifically because I would say Malachi knows more about music and like spends more time listening to music than almost anyone I know. And uh, we've seen a concert together this year. So it seemed like an ideal guest to have on the podcast. So Malachi is sitting next to me right now, so we're not going to call him, but we're still going to act like we're calling him. So we're about to play the sound, and then we will jump into our top three favorite songs of the year. Yo, Yo what's up? <laughs> hey, Malachi, how are you? Pretty good, pretty good. I'm so ready. I'm so ready to get into this. Great. I We're so excited to get into it as well. Um, do you want to kick us off then? Yeah, I will. So this might be a controversial take. But she's really been killing it, and I'm addicted to it. Pink Panthers, did mm -hmm. you say it? Yes. Uh, break it off. I could play that for 24 hours and be solid, like just sane, and go about my day. Yo, also Pink Panthers is like 19, I think, which yeah. is wild, wild. I don't uh, think that's a hot take. I feel like most people I know are big fans of Pink Panthers. No, but they meme about like how short the songs are, <laughs> and like you could. The whole album is like a nap type thing, but I love the song. So it's my top song personally. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I love that album too. Um, I also just think Pink Panther is like puts you in a mood 
Like, I don't think you can be, like, upset while listening to Pink Panthers. Like, maybe, like, in your feelings, but I think, like, her voice is just, like, so, like, happy and loving. Yeah. I, I, I'm happy with that choice. Well, Pink Panthers is always a great way to kick off any list. Um, I'll go next with my third favorite song of the year. Um, we are going to go with um, a song that's, like, kind of been out for a long time, but... The official version came out this year and made me so happy. Um, Hurricane by Kanye West featuring Lil Baby and The Weeknd. Um, so I remember right when we came into college, I was getting on the subway in that like Kanye West ad where he's like, uh, Yandi is coming out like tomorrow, like dropped and it had like the hurricane beat on it. And I was just like sitting on the subway, like literally like shaking, like, oh my God, this is so exciting. And like, I stayed up the whole night, which is the last time I stayed up for anything Kanye related because he lies. But I stayed yeah. up the whole night, just like refreshing, refreshing, refreshing. Like when is Yandi coming out? I was on r slash Kanye. I was kind of like going through my whole thing. Um, and like hearing all the leaks of the song and all of that. So when it finally came out, I was so happy and Lil Baby's verse is awesome. Kanye's favorite rapper. Um, honestly, don't feel like The Weeknd adds a ton to it. Uh, yeah, I feel like my weekend, like my fanness of being, my, my like level of being a Weeknd fan has like very much dropped off in the last couple of years. But I think just like having the song out has been like so wonderful. And I think I've listened to it like almost every day since it dropped. Honestly, like, wasn't the biggest fan of all of Donda, but I did really like Hurricane. Um, and also for those of you who don't know, Sam is like the biggest Kanye fan that I know. Um, to an extent that might be a little problematic, but um, that was not a surprising choice to hear you say. Yeah, no, I came in here kind of hoping that we wouldn't do that. I was like, oh, it's Kanye. He's had, but you know, Sam is Sam at the end of the day. <laughs> but yeah, I think I agree with that. I like some other versions of Hurricane, but mm -hmm. it deserves, of all the songs in there, it probably deserves to be like the best one. Yeah. Take. I mean, yeah, I guess my take is if you read the cute, you've probably seen my review of Donda. Um, love Donda. It was really long, but I think Kanye, even though he, he might not always have the best takes, is like, an extremely original artist. And I was thinking about this because I feel like Kanye, we take Kanye for granted. Like in the way that, you know, we take like LeBron James or like Tom Brady, like these like really good people for granted. We forget how incredible it is what Kanye does, that he's like 40, he's been making music for 20 years and he still can do stuff where even if you don't like it, it's like very original. In contrast to someone like Drake, who um, has barely been rapping that long and still sounds stale and doesn't make music that's interesting. At least Kanye still like does stuff that is interesting and like provocative. The views on this podcast are only shared by the person who stated them. Also, this was your whole plan all along to name a Kanye song and then stand on your Kanye soapbox. So... Yeah, uh, <laughs> okay, I think Donda's great, but I understand why people don't. But Teresa, should we go on to your top three songs? Of the yes, year? thank you. Um, my top three, my third top third three song, <laughs> "By Your Side" by Sophia Cortez's. Is that mm -hmm. 
Um, yeah. So for you guys who don't know her, she is a Berlin-based artist, but she's Peruvian. And um, her album, Frasia Magdalena, it came out earlier this year. And it's literally what got me into um, like electronic dance music. Um, before this year, I had never listened to music that didn't have words. I actually did not like music that didn't have words. But suddenly I was on Bandcamp and I stumbled upon this album cover because it was so beautiful. And then, um, yeah, the whole album is such a vibe. Um, and also just like, um, I think sounds like really original. And then after listening to it, I was like, hmm, maybe electronic and like dance music does have some merit and now I'm obsessed with dance music so yeah I mean I kind of had the exact same experience as you which is wild that we just had it completely separately but same thing was like scrolling through Bandcamp saw the cover and that song especially is just like so like do 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 and then it just like yeah. goes, and goes and goes it's like a very very good time and definitely like check it out if you haven't heard it uh, I'm not really familiar. You know, I'm sleep. I'm not cool like the two virgins, but um, as far as EDM, the yeah. Two think, virgins. No, I think EDM though, like as a like, for me at least, I think I'm coming back to it slowly but surely. I've had a lot of throwback yeah. days to like 2014 era when yeah. I really liked EDM. So I, I, I could support that. I support that. Especially Sophia's music. It's like very housey. It's not yeah. like yeah. lasers. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No Skrillex up in here. No. Well, if you had been in Brooklyn maybe <laughs> a month ago when I was here, maybe you would have revitalized your appreciation for dance music. Mm. But you no weren't. No <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, do you want to tell us about your number two pick? Yeah. So this number two pick came down to the wire for this number two pick. But I'm going to have to go with Ryder by Mariba. Is that how you say it? Or is it Mariba? Do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, I know who you're talking about. I know, you know who I'm talking about? about. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, Ryder. It's just her vibe. It's so like happy too. I don't know. I think it's actually in the same conversation as Pink Panthers, but like the R&B spectrum. Uh, yeah, like it's just yeah. very light. It's very like springtimey. Um, it's just about, you know, kind of like falling for someone. And it's yeah. like, but it's also like a sexual innuendo. You want to be the rider? Come push a bump. Oh. It's a beautiful track. The chorus is great. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. Whoa, whoa, oh. whoa. <laughs> that, I'm just that quoting the artist. <laughs> that took a turn. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know her mostly from that song that she had with JID. Sandstorm. Sandstorm, that's what it's called. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it's like to like someone and also want to ride them. But, you know, to each their own Malachi. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm excited <laughs> to listen to this track. Wait, have you checked out any of her other music? Uh, yeah. Actually, she came out with an album last year or 2019, I think. That was mm-hmm. also really good. Um, she's like a. I think she started in like coffee houses. Like, cool. so she's pretty. Her music's really nice. I, I think produced has a lot of cosigns. Yeah. yeah. From JID. I think she might have a Stevie cosign. Whoa. I know that's a big thing to say, right? Someone's gonna fact check me, but I, I'm pretty sure. She has a Stevie cosign. That's wild. Yeah. Well, shout out Mareva. Yeah. Listen to her. <laughs> um, so for my number two, I feel like all of my like 
picks this year just like off of like mainstream rap releases but that that is how it is sometimes um are you with that by vince staples um i've been a vince staples fan for a while but my controversial opinion is that i didn't like big fish theory at all even what was the album with north north on it i wasn't a huge fan of that either i was a big fan of his early like mac millery when he was in that kind of lane um and so i wasn't expecting a whole lot from this project but i think his self-title has been like really close to my heart all year and especially are you with that um it's just such an emotional song from vince staples and he talks about like a lot of themes that he kind of dug into in his earlier work but it seemed it always seemed like he was like hesitant to fully address that he really comes out with on this new album and the beat on are you with that is like something that you just don't really hear in mainstream hip-hop especially that much um and just the way that he was able to kind of I'm not sure what expectations people would have had for this project but it seems like everything he did with the project like kind of subverted people's expectations um, yeah, I like that song. I also like Law of Averages off that album. I don't really particularly like the rest of the album. Um, but I am a Vince Staples fan for the songs that you said you didn't like. I like those songs. Yeah. <laughs> um, what about you, Malachi? You know, I kind of have a similar feeling with like Sam. Like I'd listen to the albums and there'd be like one or two songs that like I'd keep. But yeah, no, this album I really liked actually. If I'm gonna throw another track out there from this, like Taking Trips, I really liked into, like as well. So yeah, no, I, I honestly just echo what you two have said. Like, it's a great project. Um, yeah. And I'm happy with what's done with it. I mean, I think what's interesting about this project too is it's like what I've struggled with Vince Staples with in the past is consistency. But with this new project, um, it just felt very thematically consistent and it just felt very cohesive and made me happy. Um, nice. Well, my number two. Okay, all of mine are female artists, I just realized. Yeah. Um, my number two pick is Ride by Doja Cat. Um, because this might seem like a pick like, oh, like, Teresa, that's like, not really like her vibe, you know what I mean? But Planet Her was the album of the summer. It was the album of the summer. Um, I listened to that all the, on every train, plane, subway, walk. Um, might be hard to un- not understand if you're not a girl, but it made me feel like a girl boss. <laughs> and, you know, I feel like other girls <laughs> will agree. Um, but no, there's just so much energy on this album in general. And I feel like with a lot of songs like Ride, I usually get tired of them because they're like catchy and like, um, I don't know, like, I feel like, yeah, usually after a couple of listens, I'm like over it. But every time I play ride, the hype goes up. And I feel like a girl boss again. So shout out Doja Cat. This whole album, I think was like amazing. This album, I feel like when it came out, people were like, eh, it's fine. And then like now, I think it's the best Doja Cat album, probably. Yeah, I can share that sentiment. I'm still right now in the camp where I think the last album is my favorite mm. but like the amount of radio play and not even like like sometimes radio play makes me hate a song but i can't help but yeah just start singing along every time doja's on yeah so yeah i have to agree i have to agree rise is not a bad song either more of a b-side right am i wrong 
like considering the other tracks on there yeah, but like definitely not yeah. one of the bigger ones it's i think it's big on tiktok though yeah i mean kiss me more is on that album so yeah. you kind of always fighting for a second <laughs> <laughs> all right malachi what's your number one all right so my number one song of this year yeah it came out barely in a couple months also we saw him live Oof. but i was so 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 impressed by wiki's remarkably yeah every time i play that song for someone they they have the same reaction they're like oh whoa like that's clever like they enjoy it wiki's on a run navy blue is on a run he was also on the short list for top three but remarkably by wiki when i when i make a remark remark remarkably genius that's all i have to say genius (laughs) that wiki arm and hammer navy blue show um and Quella Chris, uh, I think we missed the other couple openers fielded. Um, yeah, that was like one of my favorite like nights of the year. Like, yeah, Wiki's ridiculous. Navy Blue, of course, is killing it. And Armin Hammond were incredible. But yeah, especially remarkably. Uh, yeah, I mean, the wordplay on that and the fact that like Wiki's been rapping for a long time. And he can still like switch up and like completely do new things is just so impressive to me because if I was rapping for as long as him I think I'd just like be throwing in the towel at this point so for my number one song of the year we're kind of getting in my bag with this one um build me up by Cleo Soul uh Cleo Soul is my favorite artist of all time (laughs) like this album this year was so so good um I like never sleep to music but this is like the one album where I'm like, okay, like having this like in my dreams would be like a positive experience in my life. Um, but especially Build Me Up. If you haven't heard Cleo Soul, um, her music is like very kind of like neo solely, but more in like the traditional R&B vein. Um, and Build Me Up is this, I think, eight minute long song that like starts like very, very calm. And then it comes in with these like gospel choirs um, and by the end, she's just like singing. But I think Cleo Soul is like incredibly, incredibly talented. This album like perfectly showcases like everything that makes her so special. And this song like got me through like those like midterms, like all those times where like life felt stressful. This song was just like there to like like literally build me up. So yeah. Um, I have not listened to Build Me Up, but I do know Cleo Cleo Soul from her color show where she performed Why Don't You, I think. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, she performed Why Don't You. That is a phenomenal colors performance. Also, she looks stunning and the orange colors that they put her with are stunning. Um I love her voice and I will check out Build Me Up. It looks like one of the lesser popular songs on the album. So cool. yeah, deep cuts, deep cuts. <laughs> <laughs> Malachi, do you have any thoughts? Yeah, no. Um, I'm only familiar with a song called One, I think, by Cleo Soul mm-hmm. from like a while ago. But um, that was so beautiful. What that song means to you and like yeah. how you talk about it. And I'm like, I'm about to, I'm going to listen to it. I really want to know what you're tapping into, honestly. Do you know that group Salt? Yeah, no, I wanted, apparently she is one of the singers in Salt. Salt was close to being in the top three, but they took the album off of screaming. (laughs) (laughs) But nice. Okay, good to know. 
Um, Teresa, what is your number one song of the year? Okay, I can't tell if you'll love me or hate me. I think the latter. <laughs> okay, my number one song is Love is a Game by Adele off of her new album, 30. I have been playing this song nonstop, nonstop. And like before, I wasn't even that big of an Adele fan, except for the song When We Were Young, which I listened to every time I was in my feels this semester, which was a lot. Um, but Love is a Game, it's just, I it, it feels like it came out at the perfect time because it feels somewhat like Christmassy also, just like the melody. Um, and then just the lyrics, love is a game for fools, relatable. Um, I don't know. I just love the song. I play it every time I'm in the kitchen or honestly when I'm walking to class. Um, honestly, I think all of 30 is an amazing album. I think that the songs that people that are most popular on 30 are not my favorite songs. Um, I think that Love is a Game should be the most listened to. Don't really like Easy On Me that much um, or Oh My God, but Love is a Game. Love is a Game. Love is a Game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it's like very hard to say anything negative about Adele, to be honest. And I don't mean that in like a, I want to hate on Adele. I just think like Adele makes great music. <laughs> and like, even if you're not into Adele, I've heard very few people be like, Adele is bad. Like, it's just like kind of undeniable how incredible like she is at putting together albums. Yeah, no, when Adele drops, it's always a moment. Like, yeah. you always remember where you were. I remember, I remember those memories when Adele drops, but I'm not gonna lie, same here. I, I think I grew a little bit out of the, like wanting to listen or like by myself, but yeah. um, no, I mean, no one can take that away from Adele. She, she's who she is. She's Adele. And <laughs> she's like, I think she's like put her into like this herself into the same like conversation as like Drake and like these huge, I don't know if you saw that interview with her, but she's like the only person that can move like a million physical units is me and Drake or something. <laughs> 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 She's right, but it's like, yo, I did not see. I thought Adele was chilling. I didn't know she was like out here like that. But shout out Adele. She sold like six hundred thousand physical CDs and like of this album I read or something. So like, don't stunning. <laughs> it's also so hard to be like so momentous with every album when you've like been in the game for as long as she has. Yeah, you know what I mean. This album is titled Thirty. That's what most people are like, midlife crisis. But no, no, you know what I mean? I, uh, love, this song. I love this song. I love Adele. Thank you so much. <laughs> I mean, arguably, this album was kind of like her midlife crisis album. But yeah, but but then she turned it into art, Sam. And that's what's beautiful. <laughs> most people have crises and then they don't leave their homes. You know, she made an album and made bank from it. Um, now that we've done our top three songs, do we have any songs that were runner-ups that almost made it, but then for some reason did not? Can I give three real quick? Yeah. All right. So here's like three others that I definitely wish I could have included. Um, I wanted a Makami track. Any Makami track that was released this year, like honestly, 
he is such a great artist. Criminal, the 26th letter, um, are some of his tracks this year are great. Little Sims yeah. also released an amazing rap album this year that she I think you should look into. And this is kind of from left field, but Brockhampton, I'll take you on featuring Carly Wilson. I know. Well, I know. People are like, huh? What? What? Now it's a bit that album itself was a bit lackluster. Mm. And this track is a bit weird. But something about it, I couldn't. Oh no. Up. I like bankroll. I like bankroll. Yeah. Like, mm. yeah, that like the album has some tracks on it, but mm. don't sleep on that Charlie Wilson feature. It's it's a good track. Yeah, for me, Find It by Lorraine would have definitely been on mm. there. I just like just found the album recently. So I've been like, but it's I I think that entire album's incredible, but especially um find it. Also been um like obviously really liking the new Makami. Like the other thing is like Alchemist. <laughs> there were so many Alchemist tracks where I was like, which one should I choose? <laughs> but it would definitely be Nobles. I think that song is absolutely incredible. Um, Get Busy by Yeet. <laughs> gotta be on okay <laughs> i've just listened to that too much to deny it and then that irreversible entanglements album um and the more mother solo but especially the irreversible entanglements album to me it was just hard to pick an individual track because i've only really listened to it full the full way through but that's an incredible project and like something from there would definitely be um on my list yeah lorraine was blowing up when her album came out yeah um yeah it's just so like unique i've never heard anything like it before yeah um some of mine's mine include paprika by japanese breakfast um i wasn't like a huge japanese breakfast fan until this year um but i also read crying in h mart and it was beautiful. And then also I loved her album, Jubilee. And I think that she is just like so awesome and um, has a really unique voice. Um, also, I always love my James Blake. So Coming Back by James Blake. Don't Didn't really like the rest of the album, honestly. But Coming Back, I think, has a sick beat. Um, and also I th- it features um, SZA. And then also um, White Ceiling by Paranol. Um, That album is just like insane. I feel like it wipes away all of my thoughts. Um, And I found it on, it was like top on Bandcamp for like a super long time from the album to see the next part of the dream. It feels like you're like in like a movie um, and you're kind of like just like floating in the movie. Um, but it's also like rock. So. Yeah, like that's the shoegaze one, right? Yeah. Also, it's based on this movie called um, All About Lily Choo Choo. Watch that. Oh. Um, yeah, the cover is from that film. The film is also really good. So okay, like- Sam schooling us on film. <laughs> I, know. I watch a couple films a year, but I try to make them <laughs> But I, I want them to be the most excellent ones. <laughs> um, Malachi, any parting thoughts? Honestly, no. I hope next year, you know, a lot more music consumption, Phil. Mm. Um, I'm really excited for what's coming out next year, what's in the pipeline. 
And I'm just going to leave off saying maybe a Drake and Kanye tour. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, I hope that happens. I'm putting that in the air. Um, well, does anyone, do you have any parting thoughts, Sam? Yeah, I have a one, like, main parting thought. Like, I think this was, like, the best year for my mu- music and, like, I think my lifetime. Like, I, I don't know. I enjoyed, like, everything that came out this year. Um, and so many albums, like, were with me through, like, phases. Like, that um the pink seafood project like there was like a phase of my like summer where it was like oh that's like all I'm listening to and there were like a couple other albums like that and like I'm just super thankful that we can even like do this and get to talk to artists that like really make a difference in our life yeah and I would say I feel like definitely since after the pandemic I feel like I've just been used to consuming more music because that's all we do do during the pandemic um yeah i can't wait to see what's in store for next year who's gonna be on two virgins with us virgins um and malachi (laughs) um yeah thank you malachi for joining us is this your is this your third time on the podcast or second this is my second time but thank you for having me again it's always the highlight of my day and my week (laughs) um and just on one final note we will be doing um your endless again this year and they will not look like anything like our top songs that we said this year like obviously our top songs will feature in it but it'll feature like many of the other writers that write for us um so keep a lookout for that I'm not sure if they'll be as like in-depth as last year but we're super excited to like get some of our thoughts down on the page too about so much of the amazing music and films that came out. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Two Virgins. We hope you enjoyed getting to know our top three songs as well as loved having Malachi on as a guest. You can find this episode on our website, quarantinecontent.com or on our weekly newsletter, The Q. See you next week.